Greetings, this is Brother Leroy, and I want to tell you it is an opportunity that I take seriously that you take out of your busy schedule to be with us. Uh, let me pray. Father, I thank you for your word, and I ask that you would bless with revelation knowledge and the love of uh, manifestation of the love of God upon everyone who's hearing my voice. I have partners and friends and loved ones who help uh, help us with this broadcast and some some of you and there are those that I have never met that have given to us I want to thank you and prayerfully I meet you on this side but maybe the other side we've been sharing uh, uh, a title of our message is Mary has chosen that which is important and you know we share with you how we must renew our mind and and that is what is important to renew your mind to remove your mind that you may be a workman that can prescriptive study yourself to show yourself approved. So in other words, by studying, you are renewing your mind with the word of God that will enable you, not God, but enable you to prove what is the good, acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, 1988, the spirit of God spoke to me and said that next year I will be in the nation of Haiti. Well, in nine, a year later, I was in the nation of Haiti ministering the word of God. And I want you to know it was, uh, uh, it was so, uh, some of my family members that went with us, which were in agreement with us, uh, they asked us, uh, asked me, was I going to stay there forever? Because it was like where I was at. I, I mean, I was, uh, some people call it the zone. So in other words, by being in a perfect will, of, oh, this is great. By being in a perfect will of God, you are in the zone of, all the time. And the scripture says, prove what is the good, the acceptable, and perfect will of God. And I want you to know, when, when you are in the perfect will of God, you know, it said the good, acceptable, perfect will of God, as Romans 12, 2 or 3. Well, when you're in the perfect will of God, uh, it's like everything is, is, is working with you. And even when the things that come against you, you are, you are, they're, they're, they're not big. They don't, they don't slow you down. It's like, oh yeah, that was, that was different, but that's, that's not the norm. You know, it's like, well, excuse me, when I was growing up, we, I used to tune my own cars and, uh, as a teenager and you, and then, then I had a stick shift Well, you know, uh, sometimes you, and when I tuned those cars up, it would, it would, it would backfire. It would miss. It didn't have that full get up and go. Well, that's what it's like. The more you're out of the will of God, but, and also uh, being in the will of God is like, I, I learned to drive a stick shift. And you know, sometimes I wouldn't hit, I wouldn't have that combination of clutch and changing gears. Right. But, but I tell you, what, I get it got to a time that when I, I, I had it so together, I didn't even have to hit the, uh, hit the clutch. I, I just knew that gear. Well, that's the way this can be with you in every circumstances of your life. I mean, knowing that you are in the perfect will of God, there can be times and places and situations in your life. It seems like all hell has broke loose in your life. But since you know that you, you, are, you are in the will of God, you know uh, that you can ask the Spirit of God to help you. you know, I've, worked in, I've worked in extremely dangerous situations, but you know what? I knew my wife was in agreement with me. Uh, it wasn't that I placed myself in it, but even because, but, but the scripture says, prove out what is good, the perfect will of God. Well, when you are in the perfect will of God, and you, you're purposing to do the will of God. And then you know that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And you know, Scripture Timothy says, uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So no matter how the winds are blowing, how is the lightning, and how, you know, Apostle Paul was, uh, he was, a God had told him he wasn't going to perish, and he had to go to Rome, and he was on a ship, and, and things was going so bad, they had the men on the ship, 
they had thrown out everything they could throw out, and 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 uh, but yet Paul was sleeping, and so why was that? He knew that God had decreed for him the perfect will of God for him was to be in Rome, so he knew he was going there. He didn't know exactly how he was going to get there. He did what he could do, but he knew he was going to the other side. I want to touch upon this scripture again, Isaiah fifty-three, the first verse. Who has believed what we have heard, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? You know, the arm of God in Scripture represents his might. You know, different, different boxers have had, you know, they say, oh, he has a killer left. Well, why was that? That was, that was his main strength. Well, I want you to know that one, we use many, the word, the definition of grace many times has been given is God's uh, God, a, a gift, an unmerited favor, something that God has given you. But another definition, which I really like more uh, concerning the word uh, grace, it says that God is willing. He ha God has the power and, and ability, and he's willing to use all that he has on your behalf. I know many people say God is able, but you know what? That falls short of what the scripture says. Yes, God is able, but the, you know, like there was a man in Luke, a, a leper, a, a leper that came to, uh, came to Jesus and he asked Jesus, uh, would you, uh, is it your will to heal him? And, uh, 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 and, but Jesus just took him, I mean, just like you snap your finger, he said, yes, I am willing and laid hands on him. And see, we have to know that you don't have to know, but you have to make a decision to know. You have to make it. Faith is a choice. So, no, you can choose. Tom, remember Thomas? We talked about Thomas. Thomas said, I will not believe. And in essence, this is what Thomas said. I will not believe unless I have some physical evidence. And Jesus said to Thomas uh, that those that believe based upon fact are not pleasing to God. So remember the scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, and it's impossible to please God without faith. So in other words, how we please how we please God, the only way that we can please God is to act upon and believe that which we have no physical evidence. And so, as I said, and so we talked about how that if you don't renew your mind, you won't keep your heart. The scripture says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so the scripture also teaches us that out of the abundance of a good heart, a, a heart that's filled with good, good words will come and good results. And out of a, a heart that's filled with bad, bad words will come and bad results, uh, bad results will come. We shared also how filthy communication. So really filthy communications is communicate. You can say socially, it is well, it's whatever, whatever country you are is cursing, but uh, filthy communications is speaking words that are against what the word of God says. Remember, we shared with you in Numbers how the script they said in Numbers, um, God, God, in Numbers 13, God sent uh, to uh, Moses, the man of God, sent 12 spies out. 12 spies came back, but 10 of them gave a evil report. That evil report was, notice, the evil report was the emphasis putting number one and their final outcome and action upon the fact that uh, the land had giants, it had walls, and to them, they looked 
as grasshoppers, up at, uh, they looked themselves as grasshoppers and b- believed that the other men saw them as grasshoppers. The scripture says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So those men were as grasshoppers, not necessarily in the giant's sight, but they were grasshoppers in their sight because they said, we, we are as grasshoppers. So see, uh, it's been, this is true. It's, it's been said that the man who said, the person who says they can't and the person who says they can, both are truth, telling the truth. So if you say you can't, you can't. And if you say that you can, you can. I know a, a friend of mine, he's gone on, he was a minister. And my wife, and he was talking to my wife, and, and I, he had been in the ministry longer than I had. And he was sharing, and, and now it's not, it's not, um, you will always find dissatisfaction when you compare your life to someone else. But he was saying how I hadn't been in the ministry longer, and I, and this was not my fault. But the the church he was in, the pastor, uh, he gave certain people more opportunities than others, and so I was getting more opportunities to minister the word of God than he was. But I'm a, this is a truth. Here's a here's a secret that's in the word of God. Many people want to go from A to Z overnight but they the scripture the scripture gives us an example of, of individuals who had talents there was a man that had 10 and there was a man that had i think five and one man who had one well when the master came back the the, the man who had the 10 and the man who had the five they both were um rewarded well uh and the man who only had one talent he wasn't rewarded and that talent was taken away well see when i got an opportunity to minister i ministered when i was called into the ministry i ministered every i wasn't looking for an offering i ministered everywhere i can and this particular minister he had been given the same opportunity years before i had but it was not in the limelight, it was not before the people the, the people that were influential. You know, it was not in the big church, uh, and it was, so it was on, give me the big church, I will. But I like what Kenneth Hagin said. He said he he met a number of people who said, uh, let them know when a big church came along, and they they will accept that invitation to to minister, be their pastor. And Kenneth Hagin said, all those men never went anywhere because they were focusing on the things that were not important and that which goes back to what mary said mary jesus said concerning mary mary had chosen that which was important turn to um turn to mark four fifteen. this is this is a truth that i i'm not sure why people have lost that truth or don't see it or understand it but i can i can remember uh, one of my spiritual mothers uh uh, she, I was, um, uh, this lady called my wife and, uh, and she was in tears. She was almost hysterical. And she said, oh, 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 she said, uh, the devil is attacking mother. And my, my, uh, my wife said, well, what do you mean the devil's attacking mother? She said, oh, the devil is attacking mother. He doing this and he doing that. And my, and my wife says, well, why is that so strange? She said, the devil attacked Jesus. So if the devil attacked Jesus, why do you think he would not attack mom? But see, so rather than her saying, let's agree, let's come against the, the let's, let's agree, pray the word of God that we know. And then the scripture says, when you pray in the spirit, you pray the perfect will of God. Let's pray. Let's pray 
uh, in the spiritual mouth, but she was she was wringing her fingers. Her oh, the devil's attacking, and that and actually she don't realize it. But not only was the devil attack the the demonic spirits was attacking mom, they were attacking her because the scripture says uh, tells us to cast all our care upon the Lord. It tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a, uh, the spirit of fear, but a power of love. The scripture tells us focus not on what we see, but focus on that which we don't see, which is in the spirit world, which is more real than what we see. Turn, okay, turn to um, Mark, the fourth chapter. We're going to read the 13th verse. This is, every believer should know this, because I know many times believers start doing the word of God or headed towards the promises of God, and then they see, and then the enemy does what this scripture talks about, and they give up. He, uh, um, Mark 4, the 13th verse. Then he, Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How, how then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. Some are like the word sown on the path. When they hear it, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word sown in them. See, a man, by speaking the word of God, or hearing and hearing the word of God, be it by yourself or tape or whoever, or whatever means you hear it, the enemy and Matthew says it emphasizes that the word is stone when there's no understanding, and that's one of the reasons it's very important to be filled with the Spirit of God, talking tongues. When they hear it, immediately Satan comes and takes away the words sown in them. Why is that? The Scripture says. We take this in Ephesians, we take the shield of faith. The shield of faith is able to stop. I like to use the word force field. The, we, when we take the force field of faith, we can stop all the harm that any of the attacks, King James says, dark attacks of the enemy would come upon me. Which, which I'm saying is that. I know 1 Peter 2.24, this is by his stripes I am healed. I know that is a reality. And the enemy may endeavor to attack my physical body. He can't take my, he attack my spirit man. But if I don't know this truth, I may think, some people think, people think for example, I've had people who's incarcerated say, God put me in prison. This is his perfect will for me. That's not. But see, when they hear the word that God has, God said, the scripture says, God has set the captive free and it's anointing destroyed the yoke. They accept something that's not true. Well, we're out of time. So until next time, this is Brother Leroy saying, God loves you. I love you. And be blessed, you and yours. In Jesus' name, amen.